Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you had a great time with your family over the holidays, but it's a new year. And I don't know about you, but 2023 was really hard. I am looking to turn that page. And how many of you, when you turn the page to the new year, have had this New Year's resolution and you tell yourself, this is the year I'm gonna read through the whole Bible, right? Let me see a show of hands. Everyone has made that commitment. How many have done it? I've done it twice, two different times, but many other times I've started in the year and then stopped. So this is the year, my friends, we are gonna do this because it is a new year. And I'm gonna start by doing this. The Chosen has this great book. It is called The Blended Harmony of the Gospels. So I hope you join me this year as together we read through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. <laughs> Mandy's gonna join us in chronological order. It might be a different way to do it. So let's get started. Day one, the beginning. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Many have undertaken to compile a narrative about the events that have been fulfilled among us, just as the original eyewitnesses and servants of the word handed them down to us. So it seemed good to me, since I have carefully investigated everything from the very first, to write to you in an orderly sequence, most honorable Theopolis, so that you may know the certainty of the things about which you have been instructed. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through Him, and apart from Him, not one thing was created that has been created. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify about the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was created through him and yet the world did not recognize him. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born, not of natural descent, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed his glory, the glory as the one and only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him and exclaimed, This is the one of whom I said, The one coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. Indeed, we have all received grace upon grace from his fullness. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the one and only Son, who is himself God and is at the Father's side. He has revealed him. So many great things in here. Let's go back and look. I love how he says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This is the great point to show that Jesus always was with God, that he wasn't just born you know, 2,000 years ago as a man. He was actually God way back at the very beginning when God was doing all of the creation. God the Father was there, God the Son was there, and God the Holy Spirit was also there. Jesus has always been God, and he always will be. I love this line too. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. 
This just reminds me that Jesus is the light and he's like the sun and we're like the moon. We can't really make light on our own, just like the moon can't make light, but we reflect his light. So he is the light of the world shining and we can reflect that light back to other people. And that's really exciting that we can be little reflectors. And then it talks about how John came to testify about the light, the true light that gives light to everyone coming into the world. And then I love how it says that God sent a man named John to witness and testify about the light. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. And so that reminds us also that, you know, God and Jesus, they are the light, right? So we are not the light, but we also can testify about that. And John definitely knew his place. He knew that he was there to prepare the way for Jesus, but he was not the light. So it's important for us to know our place too. God is God. We are not, but yet we can be reflecting his light to everyone around us. And this part to me is sad. He was in the world and the world was created through him and yet the world did not recognize him. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. How sad that must have been for Jesus to be walking on this earth that he created among people that he created and they rejected him. I mean, that is just heartbreaking to me that, you know, if I would make something or say I would create a business or something like that, I would hope that people would respect and know that I created it and that they would respect me because I made something amazing, right? But Jesus came and did amazing things. He made the world and all of us and yet we all still reject him. Even I do too at times. So It's just important to know that we need to recognize Jesus as God and the creator and that he deserves all of our praise. And then this is the exciting part. But to all who did receive him, he gave the right to be children of God to those who believe in his name. That's the exciting part for you and me is that if we believe in him and believe Jesus is our savior, that we can become children of God. So there is that option for us. And I hope you've chosen that option. And then finally, the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we observed his glory, the glory as the one and only son of the father, full of grace and truth. How awesome to know that he became flesh and dwelt among us. I mean, he wouldn't have had to do that, right? He could have stayed in heaven where everything was wonderful and lovely and peaceful. And yet he chose to come down to earth, to be born as a baby, to walk on this earth and be one of us. He did that because he loves us so much. So I hope you've enjoyed this first section of the Gospels, and I hope you come back tomorrow because it is a new year, my friend, and we are going to do this. We are going to read through all the Gospels and then just keep going with something else as well, because God's word in your heart is the best way to live. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Welcome back, my friends, to A Blended Harmony of the Gospels by The Chosen. This is day one, part two. We're going to look at Jesus's genealogy. There's a lot of names in here, so here we go. The genealogy from Abraham down to Jesus. An account of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham fathered Isaac. Isaac fathered Jacob. Jacob fathered Judah and his brothers. Judah fathered Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez fathered Hezron. Hezron fathered Aram. Aram fathered Aminadab. Aminadab fathered Nashon. Nashon fathered Salmon. Salmon fathered Boaz by Rahab. Boaz fathered Obed by Ruth. Obed fathered Jesse. And Jesse fathered King David. I love it. David fathered Solomon by Uriah's wife. Solomon fathered Rehoboam. Rehoboam fathered Abijah. Abijah fathered Esau. Esau fathered Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat fathered Jehoram. 
Jehoram fathered Uzziah, Uzziah fathered Jotham, Jotham fathered Ahaz, Ahaz fathered Hezekiah, Hezekiah fathered Manasseh, Manasseh fathered Amon, Amon fathered Josiah, and Josiah fathered Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon. After the exile to Babylon, Jeconiah fathered Shealtiel, Shealtiel fathered Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel the father of Abihud, Abihud fathered Eliakim, Eliakim fathered Azor, Azor the father of Zadok, Zadok fathered Achim, Achim fathered Elihud, Elihud fathered Eleazar, Eleazar fathered Matham, Matham fathered Jacob, and Jacob fathered Joseph, the husband of Mary, who gave birth to Jesus, who is also called the Messiah. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations, and from David until the exile to Babylon, 14 generations, and from the exile to Babylon until the Messiah, 14 generations. Whew, that was a lot of names. Now we're going to read from Luke 3, where we have the genealogy from Jesus all the way back to Adam. As he began his ministry, Jesus was about 30 years old and was thought to be the son of Joseph, son of Heli, son of Mathet, son of Levi, son of Melchi, son of Jani, son of Joseph, son of Matthias, son of Amos, son of Nahum, son of Esli, son of Naji, son of Math, son of Matthias, son of Simon, son of Josek, son of Jodah, son of Joannan, son of Risa, son of Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, son of Nera, son of Melchi, son of Adi, son of Kasim, son of Elmadam, the son of Ur, the son of Joshua, the son of Eleazar, the son of Joram, the son of Matath, the son of Levi, son of Simeon, son of Judah, son of Joseph, son of Jonam, son of Eliakim, son of Mela, son of Mena, son of Matiphi, son of Nathan, son of David, son of Jesse, son of Obed, son of Boaz, son of Salmon, son of Nashon, son of Aminadab, son of Ram, the son of Hezron, son of Perez, son of Judah, son of Jacob, son of Isaac, son of Abraham, son of Terah, son of Nahor, son of Serug, son of Ru, son of Peleg, son of Eber, son of Shelah, son of Canaan, son of Ephaxad, son of Shem, son of Noah, son of Lamech, son of Methuselah, son of Enoch, son of Jared, son of Mahalel, son of Kenan, son of Enos, son of Seth, son of Adam, and son of God. Wow. It's a lot of names. I may not have gotten them all perfect, but you know what I love? I love that those names are in there. You know why? Because names, especially back then, were so important. And if someone's important, they get written down. And our names also are written in God's book of life. And in the Bible, they just showed all the genealogy. And you know, this goes, especially for people right now, maybe if you are parents of young kids, you might just think, what am I doing in life? I am not making any progress. I'm not moving forward every day. It's just the same. But those people didn't know either. They were just out in the fields doing what Whatever it is that they were doing and they were faithful to just keep on following God having children teaching their kids about that and what happened down 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 the line all these people were the great 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 grandparents of Jesus 
and that's exciting. So what I hope you take away from all of that, my friends, is that you are important. You are so special. God made you one of a kind, and God has a plan for you, just for you. So I hope that you follow him today and keep reading his word and know that somewhere in your line and something is just so important that's going to help reach out for other people. So I hope that you realize that today, how special you are, and that you come back tomorrow so we can read more of the Harmony of the Gospels. Welcome back, my friend, to the Harmony of the Gospels, day number one, part three, the birth of John the Baptist and Jesus. In the days of King Herod of Judah, there was a priest in Abijah's division named Zechariah. His wife was from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in God's sight, living without blame according to all the commandments and requirements of the Lord. But they had no children because Elizabeth could not conceive, and both of them were well along in years. When his division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, it happened that he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. At the hour of incense, the whole assembly of the people was praying outside. An angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the altar of incense. When Zacharias saw him, he was terrified and overcome with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will name him John. There will be joy and delight for you, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord and will never drink wine or beer. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit while still in his mother's womb. He will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the disobedient to the understanding of the righteous, to make ready for the Lord a prepared people. How can I know this? Zechariah asked the angel, for I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God. I was sent to speak to you and tell you this good news. Now listen, you will become silent and unable to speak until the day these things take place because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah, amazed that he stayed so long in the sanctuary. When he did come out, he could not speak to them. Then they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He was making signs to them and remained speechless. When the days of his ministry were completed, he went back home. After these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and kept herself in seclusion for five months. She said, The Lord has done this for me. He has looked with favor in these days to take away my disgrace among the people. Now let's read about the birth of Jesus being revealed to Mary. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. How exciting must that have been for her? But she was deeply troubled by this statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. Then the angel told her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Now listen, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus, and he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary asked the angel, 
How can this be since I have not had sexual relations with a man? That's a really good question. The angel replied to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. And consider your relative Elizabeth. Even she has conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who was called childless, for nothing will be impossible with God. See, I am the Lord's servant, Mary said. May it happen to me as you have said. And then the angel left her. There are so many great things in here. Hardly know where to start. But John the Baptist, I mean, being conceived, Zachariah and Elizabeth were very old. And so the fact that, you know, they just kept giving to the Lord and they kept serving him and they were serving in the courts and praying and not really bitter about it. And then God saw him and blessed him. But he did doubt, right? And so his little punishment for not believing right away is that he was going to be silent for those nine months. But then the Lord did give him his speech back. But how excited they must have been. And I mean, especially Elizabeth, because back then, if you were a woman and then you could not bear children, it was really a shameful thing because that was mainly women's jobs was to be bearing children and have families. So so how exciting for them that God chose them. So just, I take away from that, that sometimes I feel like I'm real faithful to just just chipping away and just always doing, you know, the right things. And sometimes it seems like nobody notices what's going on, right? But God is always noticing. So that's my encouragement today for you. If you're serving somewhere, just keep on serving because God is watching and eventually you'll get, you know, his notice and reward. And then with the angel coming to Mary, that's really fun too. I mean, Gabriel, he was really getting around, right? Visiting all these people, telling all this great news. So I'm going to read this line again about Mary. The angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. And notice he has to say, Do not be afraid, because I'm sure an angel coming to you would be a little frightening, right? So the angel's always like, You know, don't worry, don't be afraid. I have good news. And then he goes on to say that he will be great and be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David, and that he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. That's such a great promise for all of us that Jesus is going to just rule forever. And then also Mary, of course, says, well, how can this be? Because she's realizing, you know, I know how this works to be getting pregnant. and I didn't really do all that. So it's really nice that he goes on to explain how the spirit will overcome you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Therefore, the holy one to be born will be called the son of God. And I love two things here because she says, yes, I am the Lord's servant. You know, may it be to me as you say. I mean, think about that for Mary to just accept this. I mean, because she could have been stoned, right, for being pregnant when she was pledged to be going with Joseph. But, you know, she really believed that God was going to provide a way. And I also love, too, how for both of those women that... You know, God allowed Elizabeth and Mary to be comforting each other. And he does that for us, doesn't he? I mean, he gives me some really sweet sisters in life when I'm just having a hard time. People just come alongside or your family or your kids or whoever. So just remember that too. When other people are going through a hard time, maybe you are being called to be the comfort to them. But it was really nice how God kind of brought them together and they were comforting each other. So lots of great little nuggets in there today. I hope you enjoyed this third part. And I hope you come back because I'm really excited that we are just going to read through all these gospels this year just in chronological order and we can be encouraging each other to do it so pass these videos on to other people and I encourage you to get your own copy as well and I'll see you back here tomorrow you can get your own copy of a blended harmony of the gospels by the chosen simply by going to thechosengifts.com there you can find all kinds of wonderful merchandise to help build your faith this year be sure to check out their devotionals and their bible studies have a blessed day